I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Oversharers podcast. My name is Carlton. And I'm Hava. And today we have the wonderful... Amazing, talented, beautiful, sensational, Aziza. Yeah, it's not that deep, but basically, <laughs> what you lot say, um, oh my god, we're good, we're good, we're so happy to have you on the podcast. Number How are one. you? I'm feeling a bit stressed out because I'm sitting on my jaw bar, but it's giving me a wedgie, and I'm, <laughs> oh, okay, but do, you, do you want to fix it? Do you want to shuffle? Are you, are you okay? Oh, I like the feelings, fine. Like the, oh, now I know what you all are. <laughs> I love that for you. Okay, guys. So, what's on the program today? Shall I show you what's on the program today? We're going to play some games. Mm -hmm. We're going to have some fun. Answer some lovely questions that our people on Instagram asked. Our lovely Aziza. Hopefully, they're not too crazy. Um, And then we're going to do a few scenarios. If if the time lets us. Mm. Are we all happy with that? Very. Right, now, as an icebreaker, Mm. like when we used to be in school Mm. and everyone used to play a game to get to know each other, I'm gonna play a game with you guys. Are you ready? Yeah. I wish yes. we could dim the lights, but we can't. Okay. It's okay. Just we'll imagine. Just, just close your eyes. Pretend. Pretend the lights are dimmed. <laughs> Thank you. Right. So the game is true confessions. Oh my god. Wow. Are you ready? Are we confessing, or is it all everyone's Aziza? doing it? Oh, it's not gonna only be me. It's not babe. just gonna be easy on her own. She needs to get the tea on us and all. Yes. All right. Go on then. Right. So I'll, I'll tell you the game. How it goes. Cool. Right. True confessions goes. So I don't have the cards on me, so you guys have to think about your two true, your lie and your truth. Okay? Just one each. One each. Okay, the game has started. So basically, guys, we are playing true confessions. Everyone has one truth and one lie in front of them. Right, who is going to start? I'll start. Oh, thank you. Pick a number. Which one do you want? Oh, number two. Yeah. When I had my car crash, there was a possessed man in the room opposite me. What, bro? How's that funny? <laughs> it was traumatic. Wait, what? You had so you had a car accident. How do you know he was possessed? Yeah. Bro, listen. Is I'll, this in the hospital? This was in the hospital. I knew he was possessed because he was like, "I'm gonna kill everyone." Like, and then maybe like, it was the drugs, nurses, alcohol. The nurses were opposite. A no, but this is why I knew he was possessed because basically, when I had my car crash, I wasn't religious in it. So that's when I started like trying to pray more. Yeah. And my dad brought me a Quran when I crashed my car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when he would start screaming. I wouldn't go on live because I was going on live, so I'd only go on live in the night when he was just more silent. But <laughs> can but, I just say, are you okay from the car crash? No. And then, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're no. here today. I'm here so today wearing an hijab, and I knew he was possessed because when I would read the Quran, he would stop screaming, my brother. Oh. oh. What do you mean? Oh. No, but if they're possessed, shouldn't they be screaming from the Quran? No, he would just just like quieten down. It depends on the type of jinn it is, really. He might have been a Muslim jinn. Right, so when did this incident happen? This happened last year in... When did I crash my car? March. Oh, that Mm. wasn't even that long ago. Yeah. So last year, March, you crashed your car. Yeah. Can I just ask, was it like a proper mad crash? Oh, yes, darling. And then it was like, well, I can't believe I survived. Oh, yeah. Wow. Did you break anything? Yeah, I broke my pelvis. That's a very hard thing to get. How long did it take for your pelvis to heal? That's actually I had just about a couple of weeks in it. Man was up and running. You know, I was literally... So you broke your pelvis? <laughs> that's uh, a lie. Broke... Yeah, that's oh, a lie. lie. That's a lie. You, you broke your pelvis Everyone and knows you I got healed. into a car crash. I only started wearing a hijab. For... I've been wearing a hijab for one year. Yeah. I didn't yeah. do my research before this podcast. Oh, neither did I, to be fair. Oh, God. No, no, I knew you started wearing hijab recently. But I didn't know it was because of the car crash. That was because of a car crash. Wow. Oh, my God, why am I... Well, lucky that was because of a okay, car crash. I'm so sorry I said a lie. This is... <laughs> she <laughs> like, she feels scared. uncomfortable now. I don't know okay, if you're you lying know what? I'm gonna go. Do you know what is making me think it's a lie? Is that it took you a couple of weeks to heal from the, the pelvis. pelvis. That's oh, a very oh, hard and it was a And it was a bad crash. First of all, I'm a personal trainer, like qualified. So I know exactly what to do. Secondly, I'm a natural born sprinter. Muscle I've been sprinting. On point, You're a sprinter. I'm a sprinter. So I've got very strong 
legs and I've got very strong hips and I've got very, because I used to do I'm hurdles. I'm finding out a lot about Aziza boy, I'm loving this. Do you know what, it's haram to lie. Yeah? I'm putting that out Massive, yeah. it's haram to lie, but we're playing we're two, 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 two one 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 line. What the line. hell? No, because sprinter, like, you know, next, okay, you're, gonna say, next you're gonna say you're, you know what I mean? She's one of these dancers, be... you know, Ella B, who can like lift her leg up in Babe, the air, Babe, I've got a pole in my room. What? I know that, because I love. I'm hench. I didn't do my research. Okay, anyway. I'm gonna say, what were you doing while you? Okay, so when the accident happened, where were you going? Did you come home. From, okay, I was going home. And then did someone hit you? Yes, a BMW hit me on my right side. Now, why would someone lie about that? Were you unconscious That's very specific. in the car? No, I was fully conscious during the whole thing. Did you get out and say, "What are you doing, man? Why are you doing no, that?" No, my car me? was fl- it flipped, <gasps> it o- like crashed, overturned, and I thought I was dying. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! This is real. Out. This is the truth. I had to push myself out. Two is yeah. Two is true. But you haven't even heard number one, babes. <laughs> are we, what are we supposed to do right now? We're supposed to say whether it's a truth or a lie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm saying it's true. No one goes into that much detail. They haven't even heard number one. Okay, well, keep going, keep going, keep going. And I pushed myself out and I tried to say my hair there, but it didn't come out. No. That is my and, biggest fear. And imagine, I'm, I'm born into a Muslim family. I was so straight away from Islam. Stuff for Allah. I was doing some mad things with mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. When you say it wouldn't come out, it's just there was a block. I wanted to pray. I said, I said, I said, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim and then I, nothing was so coming out. So when it out. happened, when the incident When the incident happened, I, I took off my seat because I was conscious during this whole thing. I was like, okay, I've just crashed my car. Took off my seatbelt, pushed myself out. And I said, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. And I tried to say my shahada, did not come out. SubhanAllah. And that is when I started wearing the hijab. Oh my God, that is so, that's, that's, that's my a, worst that's fear. That's not a sign to return to Allah, I don't know what is. Exactly, babe. But I don't know so why like, that's a So like, in your mouth, yeah, in your mouth, did you like, were you, try, were you trying to say shahada in your like head? Like in your near, in like your in, intro, yes. inner voice? Yes, but it was blocked. Like was, you just couldn't say it? Yes, I was fully conscious. I was able to say, can I have my phone? I need to call someone. I was able to say all these things. When I crashed my car, there was a paramedic there. He came running, he was like, I'm paramedic. I'm gonna help you, and I was like, and then he disappeared after. Wow. You know, there's this thing that I read on TikTok the other day. They were like, when people have like crazy accidents, yeah, they've seen like that. a random person. Like an angel, yeah, innit? Yeah. yeah. I also read that basically, if you find it difficult to say shahada in those moments, then it's to do with your sins, innit? it? <laughs> so you start, so are you saying you started like practicing and taking the religion seriously after this incident basically straight off the boat I was like quiet get me yeah, Quran yeah. oh I love that for you now yeah. I know for a fact my shahada would get blocked if I had a crash right now you mm. know my biggest God forgive me. is my shahada getting blocked sometimes at night time oh. yeah, if I can't read Ayat al-Kursi properly I get scared that there's something wrong with me so then I force yeah. myself to read Ayat al-Kursi oh, <laughs> oh my god and I'm nice. like why can't I read Ayat al-Kursi because I remember someone saying to me, if you can't read Ayat al-Qurusha, there's something, I think there's gin inside oh, you. Oh, shut up. Oh, really? But you know, people just make stuff up yeah, to scare Do you know what, though? I just thought there's a lot of hearsay, you know, we need to just make sure we're sticking <laughs> to the books. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, the maddest one I ever heard was <laughs> in Mal'amad, which is like Quran school back in mm. the day when I was younger. Someone said to me, if you're praying and like you're in sujood form and like you want to fart, it's because the shaitan is playing with your butt. <laughs> It's playing with the uh, hairs on your bum. The hair? What the? Or like, apparently, another one that's apparently false is like, that if you can't wake <laughs> up for Fajr, yeah. that is the shaitan basically pissing in your ear. In your ear? Yeah. That's what I oh, got well, That's what I used to get told when I was younger to scare me to do things. I used to get the, the shoe, the chappal, bruv. You can't be having your shoe face on Allah. Oh, no. Because yeah. <laughs> that was disrespectful. Yeah, oh my God. Mm. That's so that funny. was actually so funny. Okay, back to the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Wait, wait, so it was, so basically she said, because you went on a tangent, didn't you? But the basis of what's on that paper is the fact that you're in the hospital and there was a possessed man in the ward opposite you. Yeah. Right. Right, read number I'm one. I'm going to say that's pretty basic. All right, right she then. She to read number one. Number one, I popped pills in an alleyway with a homeless man. <laughs> So yeah, you might okay, decide Okay, you which said one's true, to me, okay, <laughs> why were you in the alleyway with a homeless guy? Because I was a nitty babe. <laughs> East London girl. So, okay, nitty and references that you were addicted to drugs or you did drugs? Oh, okay, look, I was not addicted, yeah. Okay. No, never So that. you were doing, you were just having a I was just having a bit of fun. Yeah, was it like someone that you knew from like sixth form who became a nitty having just, you know, Oh no, darling, this was a random old man. <laughs> In the alleyway. And then you shared your drugs with him? Or his oh, no, drugs? no, no. I'm going to keep mine. He can keep his. But let me tell you, we're just going to hang out for the day. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's nothing no, else to do. This is cap. I can't do it. 100% the lie is the nitty in the alleyway. Okay. Okay, okay, wait. What's his name? Do you remember his name? No. How long were you with him? Maybe 
I love this week. Maybe three hours? No, two hours. Two All right, hours. tell me your conversation that you had with him. What sort of chat were what you was his life like? Yeah. How am I supposed to know? He was like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but we got along still. You got along. So, come on, you must remember a conversation you had, even if it was... I think he was just speaking about being homeless and how he wanted a cigarette like five every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Okay. What was his name? Babe, I have no idea. I, was, I, th- I think I was like 18. Oh. <laughs> she, was, she was just going off vibes. Okay, so that night, what were you doing before you met the nitty in the corner? I was in the library reading a few books and I was like, okay, I'm going to have some ecstasy. Stuff for the law. Stuff for the law. We don't condone this. No, no this is wrong. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and Carry then, on. Um, yeah, and then I just, I was in Ilford, innit? So it- so you start your day that morning you woke up and you said I'm going to go to the library to study. No, I woke up that morning and I went to Westfield and I you know Fen- this is when Fenty Beauty recently came out. Okay. I couldn't afford that. So I went there and I went into Boots and yeah, I stole a bunch of shit. Okay. Stuff a lot. And then I I was with someone but I'm not going to disclose who I was with. Anonymous. Anonymous. Stole a bunch of shit. Yes. What should we do now? Did yeah, you get away with it? You got of course, it was me. Cool, cool. A little thing. Okay. And then I was like, you know what? To celebrate, darling, we should pop a few pills because of the free Fenty. A hundred percent, that's the lie. Just, you know what? Just tell us. Shall I tell you? It's the lie. That's the lie. Then it All is right. the lie. Wallahi, number one, the one of me doing ecstasy with a homeless man is the truth. She has spun me. No, I'm sorry. That the was story the of the shahad that you need to oh, no, you know. That was the truth. It's just okay. that there was no possessed man opposite me. That's what the statement was. That was just. Mm. It was just a regular guy. Oh no, he was actually suicidal. That's why he was. There was oh, a suicidal. Oh. So that is kind of partially true in your <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, partially true. It's not like a complete lie. Okay. Oh my god, that I was mean, amazing. Mine are so like rubbish. Mine are so land. I need to change mine. Right, should we oh, go? No, go for it, darling. <laughs> All right, go on then. I mean, the homeless man. Wow. Good life. Stop for all I There's no judgment on Everyone this Everyone has a crazy past. I know I've had a good yeah. time when I was 17. Between Ooh. the ages of 17 to 21, I would say. Ooh. I had a good life, you know. Mm. It's all right. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't say it was a good life, but I definitely had fun. Mm. I regret some things, but we move on. We Do you know move, what I mean? Yeah. There's no judgment in this space. What people talk about is their experiences, and I hope you people and I mean the people in the comments on TikTok no do you know what it is people need to remember a car crash has occurred and then we have we have the Aziza sitting before us today so alhamdulillah I know so I'm so happy that that situation like changed it for you mashallah I mean mean, it's not a good situation to be in Mm -mm. crashing a car but that's so scary subhanallah yeah but it was worth it you know I know I crashed my car 10 times over (laughs) 10 times times over to be here right (laughs) do you want to go next darling Right, so I just pick one. Let's pick any. Right, number two, can't read it to us. I can twist my arms, like, all the way around my body. So basically, my arms are like this. I can twist it all the way around my body. So okay. you're double-jointed? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I know you. I've completely <laughs> forgot that I'm sitting with someone oh, who yeah. just knows my whole life That's story. That's so funny. Yeah. That is so funny. Okay, shall I do the other one? Okay. I saw a UFO in Burra, Somalia, and it really scared me, and now I'm obsessed with you UFOs. You saw a foe? A UFO. Oh, a UFO. Yeah. Unidentified. So I saw a UFO in Burra of Somalia and it really scared me and now I'm just obsessed with UFOs. Cute. Okay, so. When did you go to Burra? 2012. Hmm. I was um, there for one week. <laughs> okay, so UFO in Somalia. Mm. Sounds casual to be fair. Why would UFOs come to Somalia? They always go to America. All right, crack your fingers. Oh, the way she's doing it. The simple thing would be to just do what she said. Hmm. I don't think I'm in like the. Oh, you're not in the costume today. Yeah. Costume? You know, she's not in the. The flexible clothing. Yeah, 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 but someone who's double jointed can just do it. How long have you been double jointed? I want to say all my life, but for the longest time, I thought that it was just something everyone could do. So I was twisting up my arms in the classroom, whatever, and then people would just look (laughs) at me and be like, ew, man, what are you doing? Mm. And then I'd be like, what? Can you not do that? 
And mm. then I saw it as my superpower. And then UFO and Somalia? So the UFO and Somalia spent one week in Bura and basically we're walking around in some like really open space. We got out of a car, walk in, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And then it was really pitch black outside because like there's no light in these rural <laughs> places. <laughs> there's no light, there's no electricity, there's mm. nothing. Like, you know how we have lampposts here? Mm-hmm. No lampposts. So we're walking, walking, walking. You can hear hyenas, you can hear <laughs> mad noises. There's like, like bugs, you can hear like the little crickets. Like there's loads of noises of just bugs and animals. Lovely. And then I don't know what prompted me to look up because my instant sort of thing is to look around you so that there's nothing, nothing jumps out at you because yeah. it's just so scary. Like but men. I thought, let me look up in the sky. And at first I thought it was a shooting star, like just a bright light in the sky. And then I looked deeper into the sky <laughs> and it was this like thing, mm. like it was just this like metal thing in the sky. Mm. And they were like, these lights and I was like oh my god is it gonna take me like I was actually oh scared because I was quite young I was only like 21 at the time same age as you oh. so I was like oh my god like is this is today my day am I going so just quickly mm. you're saying the UFO looked like was it what was it a saucer in the sky How did it no work? so people just tend to assume that UFOs just come in the shape of a saucer it wasn't a saucer it was more like this metal floating box with like these like darker metal Doctor bits Who. on the side mm-hmm. yeah yeah, the phone box, babe. It no, it wasn't a phone box. It's not like a, a rectangle. It was more kind of in the shape of a cube. A square. Yeah. Right, yeah. guys. We okay. need to vote. Oh, okay. what do you think? Twist the arms or UFOs? I know her side. I think it would be unfair for me to answer this. Okay, so you saw some... Uh, I think you saw a UFO in Somalia. Yeah. yeah. Is that sort of your... But I don't. I think she is somewhat jointed. <laughs> I want from the clicking of the fingers. Some, yeah, she's got joints, so it's not that yeah. deep. Partly oh, true. Yeah. I appreciate that. So basically, I'm going to confirm that the lie was the UFO. Did I was that? Am I a really good storyteller? So you were waffling. <laughs> yeah, she was waffling, but I was like, maybe. Yeah, it was good. It was good storytelling. Yeah. Was it like? Was it? Did it sound like I was lying? Well, obviously, because you know. Yeah. But Aziza, darling. No. When you said metal, I, I was like, okay. Pack it in there. Mm. What what, what what texture is a UFO supposed to be? Fair. I don't know, but I just wouldn't think metal. What would you think? Plastic? I would think I would think light. I would think nor. But let me tell nor. you, actually, my dad, Alan Harista, and his brother Harista. were in a rural part of Somalia, and they claim to have actually seen a UFO. I oh believe it. I yeah, so I stole that. their story. Oh, nice. Yes. Okay. nice. Okay. Very nice. Very okay. nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Right. I love that you believe it because I was a bit like, oh my god, did they really? Yeah, I literally believed it. What the hell? <laughs> Oh, I, at some point I did I'm not gonna lie no I actually believe that they saw one. a UFO yeah. like this is this story has been told before from the eyes of the person who actually saw the UFO so yeah and you know what's funnier because the UFO decided to go to Somali innit that's how they know that no one's gonna <laughs> believe them anyway if they tell the story bruv literally <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> okay last bit and then I'll go quickly so I've chose one and I said I once fell in a hole in Bali <laughs> Shall I make you laugh? Me and Hall, me and Hall that always use the same regurgitated two truths and the one lie. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right, so I'm going to let, I'm gonna let Aziza answer in this one. I'm going to let Aziza. Okay. How have I ruined it? Fell in a hole in Bali. Yeah. Right, cool. So I once fell in a hole in the Mali and an old man helped me. In oh. Mali or Bali? In Bali, Bali. Bali, all right. It was quite a deep hole though. It actually hurt me, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Yeah. All right, what's oh, wait. The- Oh, your first one, okay. Do you want me to do the second one? Yes, darling. Okay. The second one is, I once pressed the school alarm and blamed someone else and they got excluded. You fell in a hole in Bali, babe. Yeah. I'm going to go with what Aziz is going with, just because I know. You fell in a hole in Bali, babe. Yeah, valid. That was was the truth. Oh, yeah! (laughs) You fell in a hole! I know. (laughs) Oh, guys, thank you for the lovely game. Okay, let us start. Let's do start the show. Oh, God. Should we do the questions? We could do the questions, of course. Of course. I was going to ask. They're not that bad. They're actually quite nice. Oh, okay. That's nice. And I chose a really pretty picture of you. I had to like. I know. Thank you so much. I like that picture. Do you? Mm -hmm. I love that. I need to burp. Go and do it. Mm. Oh, mine's like. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you might, yeah. That came from the core. Right. That came from the core of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby, take that out. I don't know. Do you, want, do you want that to stay? Of course I want it to stay. <laughs> Perfect. That is Aziza herself. Being herself. Right, okay, go. I'm going to start with a cute, soft one. Okay. This is for our lovely people on Instagram. They said, how do you stay true to yourself? And she goes, wow, your vibes are my favourite. 
Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. So basically, you've got to stay true to yourself simply by understanding that we live in a fabricated world. Mm. Not everything is how you see it. The Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that this world is nothing but a beautiful lie. Dunya is nothing but a world. That's a beautiful lie. Essentially, everything you see is somewhat fabricated, somewhat Mm -hmm. copied, and you need to just find that inner peace. And the only way you're going to do that is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And once you do that, you know, you'll understand yourself more as a person, yourself as a soul, yourself as a singular being. And yeah, I'm waffling. So (laughs) No, I love it. I think that's amazing. You know, know, the other day, I don't know if it's a hadith or if it was a story, but you know, we'll quote the internet. Mm. But anyway, it basically said there was this woman, I think it was like Prophet Nuh's time, I don't know. Anyway, she said that her son was like 450 years old. Yes. And she was like, I wish my son had more years. And then exactly. someone said to her, basically, there's, there's going to be a people in their lifetime that only have 60 and 70 years. Oh my God, that's us. That's that's us. Oh. And she was like, and then she goes to end it off. She was like, the only thing I would say to those people is to just to remain, remain prostrating. Yeah. Because it's such a short time. Oh my God. Yeah. Subhanallah. It's so scary. Oh, subhanallah. It's scary, it? So you're right. And you know what it is? I feel like the glitz and glam of like every single distraction in this world yeah honestly like often makes us forget just like what our purpose is and also like the shaitan just beautifies every little distraction Mm -hmm. out there whether that be like chasing money chasing a lifestyle all of that and like it and like it does but he doesn't beautify like the fact that we have 60 or 70 years in this life and people can't even say like i love you to each other like do you know what i mean to go up to someone and hug someone yeah don't care too much people can't even form emotional connections with people people mm -hmm. can't even like like express their emotion there are people out there that can't even express emotion and say like I care about you literally you are my priority in life yeah I just think honestly when we think about it in that in that perspective it is actually quite scary and like afterwards it's like once we die because we all will die Mm -hmm. like that's forever yeah whatever state we're in will Mm -hmm. be forever like eternity how how scary is that? Yeah, exactly. Honestly. Right. Someone goes, tell us your origin story. So like, <laughs> how you came into this how world. How you came into this world. So. What <laughs> hospital were you born? Oh, I'm born in Good Maze by King George. Oh. oh King George Hospital, Aziz popped out Lanani. And can I tell you a little quick story about oh, when I was born, yeah? So when I was born, fresh out the womb, I was about four hours old. Deep, I'm such a nitty. I was wrapped up in a cloth. And you know, newborn babies, imagine a newborn baby being able to move their tongue in a way that it, it is trying to scratch something. Can you imagine a, a oh, newborn yeah, baby hungry. trying to go? Oh, oh my gosh. Are you hungry? No, there was something on my lip. <laughs> and and I When was, you were four hours old. Four hours old, I could feel something on my lip and I was trying to, I was just sleeping like a newborn baby, but my tongue. And let me tell you, this makes a lot on. of sense because I chat shit. <laughs> like... My tongue was trying to get off and my dad was looking at me and he was like, like to my mum, like, yo, 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 like, look what she's doing. <laughs> they were like, what the actual hell was going on? <laughs> Makes sense. And then- So I, wait, what was, yeah. what was on your tongue? What was it? A bit of fluff, babe. <laughs> but I could feel it. Imagine the cognitive like function wait, she you, has to be going like- me, you, Wait, <laughs> is, this, is this a story that like one of your parents told you happened or do you remember- Feeling. Oh, no, well, you never know. Dad. Some people have amazing abilities. Look at Isa. Like his salami was able to talk. <laughs> Guys, don't you find that so trippy stuff or like something so that happened? Cool. But like, yeah. imagine your baby just talking one day. Like, imagine my son uh, Issa going. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> shit. I'll be like, yeah, you're dirty, bruv. Mom, you're looking bare ugly today. <laughs> or like, where's my milk? Like, yeah, bring me my food. Bring oh me them God. saggy tits now. <laughs> Next one. Actually, no, you didn't finish your orange story. Growing up, my uncle would always film us. in, in Not in a weird way, just in a, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, as in, like, he would just film things, innit? Like, okay. he would just film memories. Memories. That's memories. cute, that's yeah, cute. Yeah. Candid, candid memories. I would always be the one walking into the room with a tiara on my head, Aww. going up to the camera, like, film me, film Aww. me. Literally, and I would always want attention. Like, I, w- I'm, I am an attention seeker and I always will be one. That's who I am as a person. Yeah. Deal with it. I think some, I feel like as a social media person, like, there's there's a part of attention seeking in us to, to want to do this and that's like, not a bad on, thing yeah. people want to say you're an attention okay. seeking I'm like am, yeah. and what are you darling you know I mean? at least we admit it linking up on. with Bradley at the library oh, they, they want to be an attention seeker they want seeker. to be but you can't do it because no one wants to give you attention <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah um, okay yeah and I grew up now I'm married I've got a cat with my husband and uh, wear hijab now so yay Allahumma barik Allahumma barik 
Okay. Oh, this perfectly goes into the next one. Oh. What inspired you to turn towards your religion? And you definitely inspired me to wear jilbab, she said, or hijab. Oh, thank you so much. I'm sure you look beautiful in a hijab. Allahumma barik. Testament to you, mashallah, mm-hmm. for the way you talk about hijab on your TikToks. What is it a good thing? It's yeah. a good thing. Oh, okay, it's amazing. Cool. It's very yeah. encouraging. Inspirational. Oh, I try my best, honestly. Yeah. But what inspired me to wear the hijab? My sins. So, like, literally, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, never lie, babe. Right, never ending sins. We get you, girl. It was just about time that I was like, you know what, babe, just cover up a little bit. Yeah, cover your hair. You're you're gorgeous, babe. Don't need to show it to the world. I was like, yeah, you know what? I nearly died because, if you don't know, I already got into a car crash and Mm. that was my awakening because I would try to say my hair down and the shahada wasn't coming out. Mm. Long story short, I was like, shit, nearly died. If I'm going to be calling out to Allah, then I should be doing it five times a day. I should wear a hijab, protect my myself protect my aura and yeah and Allah will guide me and that is why mm. I'm wearing a hijab today because I just see God's beauty standard mm-hmm. I don't want to follow I, well obviously I wear makeup but I'm trying to improve you know I don't mm. want to be looking like a drag queen or anything <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love drag queens subhanallah <laughs> but I do I'm not gonna lie like I do love them <laughs> subhanallah but I do but did you have was it like a slow transition in that you went <laughs> from like maybe hijab with regular clothes and then hijab with abaya and then full on jilbab and then maybe next step Niqab. No, I can't lie. I'm not going to wear niqab. I'm too fidgety. <laughs> but no, I, I instantly started wearing a bias. Sometimes I wear casual clothes with hijab. Sometimes yeah. I don't like, I don't like whatever I'm feeling in the moment. I yeah. just go about it. I don't like to try to stress too much because mm, I yeah. already overthink like crazy. Mm. So I just go with the flow, really. Amazing. And... I love that. Guys, yeah. look at that versatility. Yeah. You know what's so f- weird? Because I talk about this. I always used to think about this a lot. It's like whenever I used to like, whenever I go in zones where I'm not religious, mm. I have like immense guilt. Like, mm. did you ever feel guilty always. when you were like, Always. In your non-religious era. Not so much, actually. I was quite ignorant back then. Very close-minded. Sometimes I would think, man, like, you were born Muslim for a reason. You know, Mm. we all have those natural thoughts. You know, we all have weird thoughts sometimes. But that wasn't a weird thought. That was a thought that was always on my mind. But I never felt guilty about it because I was very ignorant. And Allah gave me that wake wake up call. Yeah. Let fire under my ass. Crash my car. Boom. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you know what? Sometimes it's just someone. Some people just need a good kick up the backside. I didn't get slaps when I was a kid, so I deserved it. I'm telling you. <laughs> were your family like religious back in the day? Like when when you were younger? Like did you go madasa? Like did they tell you to yeah, wear hijab yeah. and things like that? No, I was never told to wear hijab. No one in my family does that. Like That's you fine. know, we find it by ourselves. And I'm actually one of the only girls in my from my dad's side that actually wear a hijab. So that's really sweet of me Love to do that so. for you. Yeah, but we read the Quran. Um, went to mosque. So you grew up like it's a typical Muslim family, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I think you know, so many people can relate to that as well because mm-hmm. we're all in this bloody England, yeah, and we're all suffering, darling. Well, I Pet just feel like pig. we're all suffering the same. We're having the same sort of thoughts, Crisis. the same insecurities, mm. the same despair, especially mm-hmm. when it's that time of the month. Mm. All sorts of thoughts, all sorts of intrusive thoughts from Shaytan that make you like not want to do it. You know, like those feelings yeah. of like, oh, you're, you're in such a shit way already. Why would you just like? Yeah, do you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're just you're already so bad. Like, there's no way Allah's gonna forgive you. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, whenever I get in, it's a rut in it, like a rut, like a, mm. an iman Moment. decline, yeah, and like in a rut. Like the biggest thing that I always think is like, I sometimes think, oh Allah, like he's like punishing me for not being mm-hmm. a good Muslim. Mm. And then I have to always make myself think like, maybe he loves you. And maybe that's why like, he's making you mm. go through this experience. Yeah. So then you come back to him. And my last thing that I always think is like, I just feel immense guilt. Like Allah brought you into Islam. Like you were born into it. Like how yeah. are you gonna yeah, forsake, forsake him? him that and then that just scares me. But then like in my head, I'm like, I'm scared, but then I don't do what I need to do because- Because you're stuck in fear and you're I'm not just, stepping yeah. into power this and taking action. Normal. I know. Yeah. Take bloody action. Take action. Thank you, darling. I'm constantly fighting with mine. That means you have a high amen if you are pondering and you're feeling guilty Mm. and you're wondering and you're battling yourself because that's your ego and your inner self really trying to come to an agreement, come to some sort of balance. And that is the whole point of this dunya because it's not Mm. perfect, isn't it? That's the sense that you have high amen. Honestly, if I could conquer my nafs, that stupid little girl, honestly, if I could conquer her, I'd be happy. Bang her up. Yeah, imagine I'm just bang her up. Go on, darling. <laughs> Get her into a car crash. Get her into it. Oh my god, imagine. No, that's so beautiful, honestly. I just feel like that's gonna relate to so many people who listen to us. I just feel like a lot of the girlies yeah. have the, the naughty same. ones, but the ones that are also like, ooh, I'm oh, Sherry's. Oh, 
like this, but, no. but the, everyone's sort of going through the same battle, isn't it? Especially if you're yeah. born Muslim. Alhamdulillah, for being born Muslim, but people t- yeah. tend to have the same sort of trajectories when it comes yeah. to the religion, mm-hmm. the same sort of journeys, up, yeah. down, left, right. Yeah. And it's also like the message of like, I, obviously, Ali, you talked about some of the things that you did. And it's like, even if you did drugs, even if you're like the, in your head, you think you're like the baddest person in the world. Mm. If you are clubbing for days, like even if you've got that like small amount of Iman in your heart to be like, you know what, I need to return to Allah. Like, yeah. that is something that's good. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Exactly. And not only is it good, but it's it also shows that anyone can go back. Like, it, you don't have to be tied down by sins. You don't have to feel yeah. like it's the end of the world and that, yes. like, you, Allah's not going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to say take you back, but yeah, like, mm-hmm. because yeah. he will. Yeah. That's but I think, yeah, go on. That's the majority of people. People are so, like, obsessed with the wrong things and the negative things and the the things that you're going to, you know, because they fear themselves. They know that what they're doing is wrong in their lives. They're not content. But also, I think they fear themselves in that they're they're afraid of just, like, stepping into the positive being that they can be. This, like amazing person who can fulfill their rights and duties towards Allah and the obligations that he set they're just afraid of stepping into that because it's like I think the fear you get like these intrusive thoughts that are like oh like am I going to be able to do it consistently Mm -hmm. but the thing is that you don't have it's like it's not a thing where you have to put pressure on yourself to do it consistently you're going to keep falling short you just have to try each time isn't it yeah that's the test that's the whole Mm. point of life you're not supposed to be some sort of successful amazing person as long as you're a good person you're following the deen you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you try your best you know that is what it's all about you know you need to follow the prophet you need to follow Allah you need to Mm. you know read your Quran and if you are like going like you're falling on a little slope it's all right, babe. Have a donut. Cry yourself to sleep. Yeah, we all done you're it. Right. You're all right. Yeah. Calm down. You know what it is? It is Growing up, like especially in like my culture, I feel like a lot of it, like when I was learning Quran and anything about Dean was like very fear-mongering. Oh, I just that's how I took it anyway. Okay. Yeah. So like it's not until like I became a little bit older like in my 20s that I started reading the Quran like understanding my deen for myself that I really understood like the happy side of the deen do you know what I mean like I just felt like growing up as a kid I just felt like like Allah was like angry at me if I did something wrong no don't worry or like there was just something negative there's always like a negative connotation so like it just pushed me away some more Mm. but like when you like the way I want to raise my kids like I'm always like to him like yeah Allah's listening to you like Allah's happy like he loves you like Mm. think always go back to do you know what I mean? Like, mm. and you're always like, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. always merciful. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was both like fear mongering and also like mechanical. Yeah. <laughs> right? Hey, uh, you did it wrong. <laughs> yes. uh, you have to pray. But why am I praying? Explain it to me. <laughs> What's the re- what was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> what was, like, why do I need to do, do like, oh my God, guys, I remember times like my mom used to wake me up for Oh my God, forgive for my sins. I mean, but don't judge. We overshare on this podcast. Um, yeah. Anyway. I, I got my Quran teacher fired. <laughs> oh my God. We got our Quran teacher fired. Oh, we got our Quran teacher fired. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, guys! Was the Algerian? No, no, bless him. I think he was Nigerian. He was. So I'm gonna quickly funny. tell the story because yeah. it's a funny story. Go but go basically, he kept talking about Allah's booty. Yeah. Stuff, but he means like booty is in like bounty. bounty, bounty, okay. And we just kept laughing <laughs> every time he said Allah's booty because we're like, he means bounty, but yeah, he's not saying booty. bounty. So we like, said, oh, he's saying booty. booty. Oh my god! And then I think Hada's mum or something must have overheard him, and then she was thinking, rather, well, this chef's a bit sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh, so got oh rid of him. God. Oh, bless him! That I old feel so man. bad though. But he used to say like strange things. Like when he prays, he goes, "I see really multicolored lights." And stuff. Oh, bless him! Like, maybe he's, he's on LSD. Bless him. Maybe he's in like a very. I feel so bad. Thing. Honestly, if that, I, of course, he's not going to be listening. But Allah, please forgive me for getting that chef yeah. fired. <laughs> but anyway, no. go on. What did you do with your Quran teacher? My Quran teacher hated me. She was Algerian. She was also talking about her husband and her, you know, how she was talking to her. Text, I'm texting my husband there. Oh, she used to say that. Yeah, she used to call <laughs> me a stupid little idiot in front of the whole class. <laughs> and there was this one time where she put on deodorant underneath her abaya, a roll on, and she made me smell it. She was like, oh. go and smell it. I was like, that's it, I'm getting fired. You. That's actual, that's she it. actually hates you. That's, she was that's abusive. She was Why would you that smell was that thingy? I don't know. She just, she just. I don't know. Was that her form of punishment? You know, some people have really like quirky ways of punishing. (gasps) Let me tell you how my Quran teacher once punished me. Oh my god. Anyway, (laughs) so this is what happened, guys. Right. So I'm at this mosque. Right. We're all sitting down. We're doing the Quran lesson. So this lady. So I need the toilet. Yeah. Mm. 
the beginning of the lesson. We have an hour lesson. I said at the beginning, I need the toilet. She'll let me go to the toilet. Mm. I was like 14 years old. Then she's like, yeah, you're not going to the toilet. But then she let this other girl next to me go to the toilet. Okay. I thought it was quite racist. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was the only black girl in the class, okay. but cool. Mm. Anyway. I was I was a little timid back then, not mm. the opinionated girl that I am now. Oh, so I just that. sat there and nearly pissed myself. <gasps> so then at the end of the class, I'm like, I really need the toilet. And I'm like sweating profusely oh, at this bless. point. She was like, no, you can't go to the toilet. And then, anyway, this girl next to me was like, no, just let her go to the toilet. So I went to the toilet. Mm. And then obviously I did my business, came out. And then she was like to me, don't you ever ask me to go to the toilet again. What? I would have pissed all over the film? floor, bruv. Bruv, imagine I did that. But it was who, in the mosque. Who was this woman? That's all right, She's very horrible. I went oh to her. Gosh. That was the first day of my lesson. I never went back. Like I didn't cow. go to them lessons, yeah, did I? No, no, it was just I'm me. thinking, have I seen You should have wanted to see piss on the floor. That's her fault. I know, stupid. Do you know what? We're seeing a mosque back in the day, yeah? It was a little bit. It's, it's really nice now, can I just say? Oh, very oh, pretty now. it and it looks so beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, Back very in the gorgeous. day, it was a construction site, literally. Oh my God, guys, episode's nearly done. Let's go, let's oh, go. Sorry, carry okay. on, carry on. Okay, cool. Someone goes, mm. oh, how hard was it to introduce your husband to your parents? Not hard at all. Do you, do you know how they were introduced? How were they introduced? My husband and my parents were introduced when I had my car crash. So I was linking up with my man, basically. He was, he was my man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was my man. That. Mm. And I crashed my car, mm-hmm. then I called my mom, mm-hmm. and then my husband. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how they met. At the and hospital. at the hospital, at the hospital, that yeah. is a bloody Grey's Anatomy episode. Right. So yeah. what happened when your mum walked in and saw this dashing man, beautiful man, yes. long back. beside you, yes, beside your my, bed, my at your beck and call? Oh no, they haven't seen me yet. Oh, oh, they're in the oh waiting so they saw room. him. Waiting room, just them two. And does she know who he was? Yeah, I, she. I've told my mum about him that I was seeing him. Oh, okay. Uh, okay so she okay, put okay. two and two together. She thought he's at the hospital. He's probably waiting for Caesar. Yeah, he. She knows who he is. Okay. Oh. And she walked in, but this is the first time they're ever speaking to each other, ever met anything like that. And she just sits down, and they're both like staring into space, both in like Aww. different directions. They're just waiting. It's like one of them ones where you know you want to ask me a question, but who's going to say it first? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. My lips are crusty. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they're fine, they're fine. Yeah, they're out. actually fine. I'm actually going to call this episode My Lips Are Crusty. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Uh, anyway, yeah. And then they're staring into two different sections of the room. Then eventually my mum goes, have you seen Aziza yet? Aww. My husband looks at her like this. So he's just sitting there like this. He looks at my mum. He goes, no. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, he was like, No. <laughs> Like that. And my mum was like, okay. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. And then they both came to see me in like the oh. emergency like room mm. when they were, when I was ready. And I burst out crying because I was like, because it was a lot for me. I just got into a car crash. Then my man's meeting my mum. And then yeah. they were like, oh, oh my God, that's a lot. Mm. That is oh, a lot. I imagine. Yeah, but it must be also oh, quite comforting coming out of, you know, see. the con- yeah. unconscious and seeing these two people. I was conscious, so babe. Oh. oh, she was conscious. The entire time. They didn't put you to sleep, nothing. No, no, no. Oh, okay. And, you're hit, and, and the pelvis thing happened. Yeah! Oh my god! Oh my god! Your pelvis—that must have been uh, bloody I can't painful. That was a lie. It was actually a little bone inside my pelvis that oh, okay. you couldn't bandage up. You Is it couldn't... called the coccyx? That's no, it wasn't your, that. That was something. It, that's yeah. Oh, sorry. That, so then, how did it heal if you can't bandage it and you can't reach it? I just got up and started walking. The next day, I got up. And the next walking. day, I got up and started walking. There was no way I'm just going to lie on my ass. I'm too fidgety. I love mm. that for you. So, Sometimes the best Strong way to willed. make something heal is to just just slap it hard. Yeah, keep, yeah. <laughs> but also, can I just go back to the waking up from the room? We didn't even wake up. Why do I keep thinking? Brother. She's so awake. Can, can we just go back to when your husband and your mum walked in? Mm. So were you just like... Shocked. <gasps> I was just like, hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I okay. Like, I think my heart would stop. Yeah, and then I'd my panic, husband, he comes and he just starts taking selfies with me and my mum's like, Caesar, you silly willy. <laughs> <laughs> but I was traumatised. Oh. My face looked like, like, I was like proper oh, traumatised. Oh, Caesar. Yeah. No, but you've come through it now, alhamdulillah. And we have you here. Yay. Okay, next few questions. How do you balance work and social media? I don't. I stress. I'm stressed out. Don't glamorise it for us then. Thank you. That's all i got to say, darling. Nothing is glamorous. Do you know what I mean? Whatever you're doing, there's going to be some bogging down sweating stinking mm, 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 bad mm, breath mm. by the end of the day brush your teeth twice a day yeah so that yeah yes. it out. right guys we are running out of time so i want to quickly squeeze in a lovely cute scenario that okay. aziza can help us answer is it an am i the arsehole yeah Am I the arsehole am, am i the arsehole we love a good reddit post okay let's go scenario number uno 
Okay, so am I the asshole for bringing my sister-in-law's wallet to the restaurant when she conveniently always forgets it? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Needed to burp. That was a lot for me to handle. But, okay. But, okay. Stop it all. <laughs> Whoever's going to use these mics next. I know. Oh. Oh. That's going to be fine. My female 28 sister-in-law, Amy, female 26, always comes to visit from out of town. She stays with us instead of her hotel and always mm. wants to go to expensive restaurants. She always conveniently forgets her wallet or comes oh. up with some excuse as to why she can't pay her share. She has implied that since I make much more money than her, I should be the one to pay. No, not my husband should pay, but me specifically. I do make a fair amount of money, but not so much that I can treat someone every time they come into town. Nonetheless, in the past, I have just paid the bills and asked her to pay me back. She never has. Yeah, you need to smack her in the jaw, bruv. (laughs) That is not a friend. That's why you let some random Amy that doesn't even wash her bum into your yard anyway. (laughs) Like, why are you trying to pay for her? What the hell? Right, let's continue her name is actually Amy yeah it's Amy yeah yeah Amy oh, yeah she's Amy. Amy. Oh, oh, you didn't forget her name I was thinking wow. she's used to run a white girl's name like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't carry on she had made a reservation at an extremely expensive restaurant last night and before we left I made it clear that I wouldn't be paying the bill this is where I might be the arsehole and I'll admit I got this move straight from the episode of two and a half men oh <laughs> As we were leaving, her and my husband went to the car. I pretended I forgot something and went back inside. I found her wallet sitting right on top of her suitcase. I put it in my purse and we went to the restaurant. Oh, lovely. When we were done eating, I asked for separate bills. She said, no, we need one bill because she forgot her wallet again. I reached in my purse and said, this wallet? Question mark. Oh. <laughs> She was extremely furious. She said I should not have touched or grabbed her wallet. So am I the asshole for taking her no. wallet and bringing it to the restaurant? No. no. She's a serial offender. No. She can take her wallet, shove it on the asshole <laughs> of her friend that she is, and <laughs> fart all the money out. Because pay up. You gotta pay up. Like what the hell? Yeah, I pay agree. Up. And also, if you not if you're not paying the money, why are you asking me to go to expensive restaurants, darling? Go get yourself KFC and be quiet. Exactly. She's broke. Well, I was taking the press. She's chasing. Amy is trifling. She's chasing something she, she doesn't even to. know what she wants. Like, well, guys, there's an edit though. This is quite a funny little edit. I thought I'd you know read go it on. to you. Go for it. Amy just called me. She saw this post and she yelled at me for bad-mouthing her on the internet. Honestly, I don't care, Amy. Hopefully reading all these comments is a wake-up call for you. And that's a mic drop. (laughs) Mic drop. She did it, boy. She did it, honestly, though. What do you guys think of, quickly, like, watching a TV show or watching something on telly and then, like, implementing it in your life? Because sometimes it can be quite negative. Like, you might watch Love Island and then, like, Mm. start fighting your husband because he's not holding your hand all the time oh. or cuddling you or something. I don't think I've ever done that. Mm. Really? The last like, time I've done that was when Catwoman came out and I was pretending to be Catwoman in a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I've... Or like, I don't know, or you take something, not from the telly at face value, because she said, oh, I got it from two and a half yeah. men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was quite clever, but then sometimes... You know what I take from face value that really triggers me that I've stopped doing? If I really like a really good love story, mm. like TikTok, you know, mm. book top type of book. And then I get like a little bit jealous about how the main character is treating mm. his female lady. I get triggered by that. But I get triggered by TV like, stuff it's all the bloody time. bloody fiction. Really? And then I, but then I'm like, oh, like this isn't real. That's weird. <laughs> Doesn't, maybe we're weird. Yeah, maybe we're I used weird. to watch beheading videos when I was a kid. Wow, Aziza, wow. <clears throat> so is I don't think there? that's affected me. That's actually crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was little, I used to try and um, get into tour to see if I could get into the dark web and I never really understood it. I never really understood how to get into the dark web either, to be honest. But I heard you, know, you can like really fucked up place. I heard you can buy loads Excuse of me. cool things on there. Like what? So like a shiny Charizard from like thirty years ago. I used to have a friend, and she wanted to become part of the Illuminati, <laughs> and she wanted to go on the live web, and she was trying to find out how to like sacrifice babies and stuff to get into <laughs> the Illuminati. She wow. wanted to be like so popular. Wait, so is that how you actually like get into the Illuminati? You just end up like you just have to do something. I think you have to mad. do. I think you have to do quirky stuff. 
definitely but is it it's mostly sacrificial based though isn't it you have to like compensate a part of you I'm not gonna talk too much because them man might head on hunt us do you know what I mean and oh yeah sure. yeah no we don't know anything about it yeah what's the Illuminati guys we're gonna round it off with the strangest gin stories that we've encountered in our lives Aziza you go first darling okay so this might not be strange it's more traumatic oh god so <laughs> I'm scared my I'm not going to say who, but someone in my family, I love them. Mm-hmm. Someone in my family, a group of people in my family thought I was possessed growing up. And they legit thought it because they know people that have been possessed. Mm-hmm. And obviously we're all cultured women. Mm-hmm. We know it's real. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're Muslims. Mm-hmm. And they thought I was possessed because like there was a period of time where me and my mum weren't getting along. And it was not good. It was not healthy. And it, like I was showing the signs. And this is why I'm scared of getting Ruqiya done still to this day. Because it's that it, it's like honestly traumatised me. Yeah. There was a time in my life where I didn't even want to listen to the Quran because I was scared. And I thought that's because of the jinn. No, no, oh, no. It's because I'm scared. Like, I was yeah, genuinely just scared. scared. Yeah. I ain't got no jinns, my brother. Yeah. I just got ADHD yeah. or something. Yeah, you probably just wound yourself up and put yourself in a state where if you felt anything whilst reading the Quran, you're like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it was re- it was really bad, and they thought I was possessed because I was wearing like skimpy little clothes and mm. going out for a bevy and do you know what I mean? Going clubbing on my twenty first, going mm. to see drag queens out of heaven. Mm-mm. Shout out to the girls that go to heaven. <laughs> Get out yeah, that's one basically. Yeah, literally, and yeah, and they also said that they thought I was possessed because I used to scream a lot as a baby. Like I used to communicate by screaming. Like if there was something, if I needed something, I'd be like, ah! like literally, I'd do that. And my mum would like scream back at me because that's how I used to communicate with people. I I really didn't want to believe that I was possessed. And there was a time where I was on live and I was like going crazy, by the way. This is when I was saying crazy stuff, stuff like I was God. Like on TikTok, it was really controversial. Like I thought I was God at one point mm. and it was really controversial. And yeah. So Why did you think that though? Was it just how you felt in the moment? I just thought I was God. Suffer a lot. Yeah. Did you think that you were having like some, I don't know, like a bad mental health trip? Psychosis. Yes. We talked about psychosis earlier. Yeah. Do you think you were? I don't know what I was. Because they say one of the symptoms of psychosis is you have like these massive like delusions of grandeur. Ego stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Religion and things like yeah. that. Yeah. But you got over it anyway. Yeah. And I baited out the person who was chatting about me thinking I was possessed. In my, yeah. And they ended up pulling up to my house. And it's not deep. It's not deep. Honestly, they ended up pulling up to my house. And they were like, why did you say this about me? Like, no, no, no. And I was like, because you thought I was possessed. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yeah, but I'm not possessed. I don't think. But I need, I don't know if I should get Rocky done if you guys think. You I know what it is? Yeah, I think I, I have that similar fear as you. Like whenever, again, it's the negative connotations because people just make you think Rocky is always for something negative when it's yeah. really not. It's not. It's for, it's a healing. Yeah. Mm. So like growing up me, whenever we had Rocky done, it was always like, oh, there's something wrong with you. So we need to get Rocky done to figure out what's wrong with yeah. you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And like my story is one time me and my mum went to this guy to read Quran on us, like took us to a little room. Mm. It was already shady to begin with if I'm honest anyway he sits us down and then he's reading Quran and he's like to us close your eyes I'm like my brother how am I gonna close my eyes I don't know you what are you gonna do to me like isn't that a bit scary so obviously he's reading Quran I'm closing my eyes and like his voice with the Quran is like going up and down like that's how some people do Ruqya like they'll go really high up Mm. like scream really loudly and then go back down so like imagine having my eyes closed guys in a random room with a man my mum is next to me how trippy is this and he's screaming obviously my eyes were like flickering because I'm scared I'm like what is this (laughs) man gonna do so the Quran session finishes and he's like yeah I think there's something wrong with your daughter like, there's nothing wrong with me I'm just scared of you yeah. so I That's just think really it's the sad. way they do it I think yeah. there's like a lot of like yeah. do you know what it is even like the guy just basically straight away do, doing it as a diagnostic like yeah, saying like, oh, there's weird. something wrong with you it's and it's, a, it's to do with how a lot of people understand Rukhiyah like they just associate it with like evil eye and black magic people get Rukhiyah done just as a like just positive healing. Yeah, yeah like facial yeah like literally like, literally though I'm going to go is. get my hair done I'm going to go get, get Rukhiyah done, done. Oh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? like a spiritual heal yeah, yeah like that's how I think it's, it's just about how we imagine it and yeah. how we think about it it's just it's, I think it's probably one of the best things in terms of just safeguarding yourself from just evil people and evil things out there because you know where there's good there's evil yeah, and exactly. also we're all on social media mm. everyone is and it's like 
and a bit mad. And evil yeah. eye can come from like not just people saying, "Oh, like oh, I'm so envious of her. Oh, I want what she has." It could just be like, "Wow, she's so beautiful." Yeah, like something it's so simple, simple as that. Yeah, but so we're so putting so. ourselves out there. We need to hold ourselves responsible yeah. for what we're doing. You exactly. know, when you hold yourself responsible, you feel more at peace. Mm-hmm. We're putting ourselves on social media. We know what we're doing. Yeah, so, so we need to be that. Okay. So when when consequences <laughs> happen, you know, it's got to do, and if you're putting yourself on social media, all I'm going to say is just make sure that you're paying your five prayers at the very least mm-hmm. and just getting some luckier here and there or doing it on yourself you can just do it on yourself you know what i was reading about this the other day i don't know how, you, how i'm gonna do that by yeah. no but i was reading the other day that that before you even go and see someone that the prophet so recommended that you do the ruqya on yourself so you just read certain oh, eyes nice. from the quran on yourself i got the power yeah and then yeah, do it on yourself and then if you're still feeling a little bit like you know sideways maybe go and see someone and get it done on you Right, anyway, guys, yeah. so we are going to round it off here. Aziza, is there anything you want to share? Have you got any good things coming up? Any fun activities? Anything on oh. your socials you want your people to know about? Okay, so I can announce to everyone that I'll be doing loads of vlogs because I'm going to be getting married again in Bulgaria. I love that. Why not just announce that my husband is a Bulgarian man, you guys guessed oh, it. Already. I guessed from when you when he looked at your mother and he went, no. no. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, you know, the way he lectures me. I will not let you do this unless you do that. Does he actually have that accent? Oh, yeah. I love that. Hey! Sorry. But you guys are getting married together. Yeah, Bulgaria. Just so the Bulgarians can have a little bit of fun as well. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. So, mabrook to you. Mabrook. How do I say congratulations in Bulgarian? No fucking idea. Oh, okay. I might not swear. No, you can. You can. Do you plan on learning Bulgarian? Um, Could it be that girl? I could just Bulgarian. Oh, my God. I love that for you. Is that actually Bulgarian? No. I was going to say something that I learned in Polish, but I won't say that to you on air. Oh, my God. I absolutely enjoyed this episode, Aziza. Thank you so much Blago for Daria. Thank today. you, guys. So, yeah, Aziza, would you like to please let the lovely people who are watching us know how they can find you on social media? You can find me on social media if you search on TikTok. Hi, my name is Aziza. Or Aziza Israel. I'm probably going to change my username on Instagram to hi, my name is Aziza as well. Just mm, so it's all balanced. Yeah. Oh, we're doing that. But yeah, hi, my name is Aziza. Do you know what I mean? I've got a lovely famous people a website. Not famous, but I'm on famous people birthday. So you can find a little bit more about me. But please don't do black magic on me because I will curse you back. <laughs> so amen to that. So yeah. Oh, we love you. Honestly, thank you so much for coming to this episode. Thank, thank you guys you so for much for having me. Thank you for having me. Everyone be blessed. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to download the episode, to comment on Apple Podcasts, and to vote on Spotify as well. And don't forget the YouTube. We love reading your comments. I have taken pride in liking all the comments as well. So thank you so much. Is there anything I forgot? Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Oh, there we go. The yeah, share, one. download. All right, ladies. See you later. Oh, bye, guys. Bye, guys. We love guys. you. My lips are crossed. Love you, Rufia. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.